You're listening to The Marn Report. Well, hey, hey, Ford Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield, Molly here with your latest edition of the Marn Report podcast. Today I'm here with my friend Renee McClinton. She is the installation volunteer coordinator for both Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today, Renee. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about your job. What do you do? So my job is to um, kind of make sure that people are aware that we have volunteer opportunities on the installation. We have positions posted on Team Stewart. And if you go to the ACS page under Team Stewart, you'll mm -hmm. see some other opportunities out there. But also, it's also to help people with getting registered in the system because once they register in the system, and even though they're here at Fort Stewart, when they PCS to their next assignment, everything follows them electronically. So oh, basically, wow. all they have to do is just change their military community and they will drop off our books and go to wherever they're going. They change their military community to that installation. Sure. And the volunteer coordinator for that installation will see everything they did here and so on and so forth. So there's no carrying around I Love Me book anymore. So everything <laughs> that they get, it can be scanned and uploaded into their volunteer folder. And it's there. And the good thing about it is our volunteer positions have duty descriptions. Yeah. So what's great about that is that they can use it for resumes. If you're kind of struggling, oh, what can I put? What did I do? Just go to that position, open it up because it stores every application that you've applied for and it was approved. It'll show you the job description, the address, everything. So everything you need to complete a resume, you've got in your volunteer folder. Wow. Yeah, so that's, it's, that's a great tool. Wow. So how, do you know off the top of your head how many volunteers we have on Fort Stewart and Hunter? Right now, registered, we have over 10,000 registered, Yeah. but I know that some of them have PCS'd on or gotten sure. out of the military and they just have not updated their records to pull them with them. So actively, I would say right now we're sitting close to about uh, 4,000. Wow. Yeah. Some of them are part-time, some of them pop in, pop out, and we still have a lot that volunteer that haven't registered. Sure. So if you're a statutory volunteer, meaning that you are in an FRG position, if you're in a position that's on our site and you had to register for it, you are considered statutory. You're covered by Title 10. So, and according to regulation, you have to be registered if you're statutory wow. because you're covered by Title 10 because now if something happens, you're covered. If there's an investigation or anything of that nature, you're covered. Sure. And the commander's also covered, too. Sure. Because the volunteer pro program belongs to the commander. Wow. It is his or her program, almost like the FRG program sure. or the SFRG program. It now belongs to the commander. So it's really up to the command team to make sure those volunteers are registered because it not only protects their volunteers, it protects them as well. Of course. Of course. Are, like, community mayors, do they fall into that they category fall, yes, as well? Yes, they do. They fall into that category, and they also fall up under garrison because housing belongs under garrison's footprint. Sure. So there's a lot of different agencies, like MWR. Uh, it falls into its own category. They've got several positions, like coaching. Sure. They'll fall up in MWR, like, our, again, Depends on like the brigades, they have their SFRG, but they also have general volunteers. Boss in itself is a mm -hmm. program, but you also have boss representative per brigades and battalions. So that is still under boss, but they have positions in there where they do it just for the company or the battalion or the brigades, but they overall still fall on the boss's footprint. Sure. So maybe a soldier has been voluntold, hey, you need to go be this boss rep or you need to do this. They need to be registering in the volunteer system. Right. Well, boss is going to do well, the boss president will ensure that they're registered. Yeah. Okay. And if they're voluntold, let's say that they are the volunteer liaison sure. for, the, for the command. 
That's kind of like voluntary slash on appointment orders. Sure. So really, uh, you can't collect voluntary hours for that because you, if you're an NCO, an officer, your report card will reflect what you've done. Sure. And that's a good bullet for that leadership spot, you know, yeah. especially if you volunteer, you know, and say, hey, I'll, I'll cover down for the command. You know, that's a good leadership. You took the command, you know, you took that step and say, hey, I got this. I mean, it's showing leadership, so that's an excellent bullet for your OER and COER. But if a person is just volunteering because that's what they want to do, then, of course, they can get their hours. And same thing, like we have USO, Red Cross, the Spouses Club. These are private organizations, but because they have an MOU in place with the garrison mm -hmm. and legal has gone through and did the legal opine, you'll find them on the site. Great. So they'll get hours for if they're with the Spouses Club or if they're with um, USO, Red Cross, then they will find those positions on the website as well with Vemus, which is the Volunteer Management Information System, and it's found, like I said, under the Army Family Web Portal. Sure. And so um, those positions, they'll get to the clock their hours. And the good thing about USO, because when our soldiers or family members volunteer for USO, they have to register with USO because it is a separate private org. Mm -hmm. So they register with USO, and they log their hours for USO, so they get credit for those hours with USO, but then go into Vemus and register for BOSS, I'm sorry, for the USO, guess what? You get hours certified for USO. Oh my so gosh. So you get hours for the installation, mm -hmm. but you also get your hours for USO as a private standalone organization. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. And one good thing about it is these hours that are put in, you know, they get wrapped up in every year. We look at these hours and see how many hours our volunteers have donated to the installation, and mm -hmm. we calculate it how much if they had to pay the volunteers. And this year, it was calculated at, I think, like $30.81 an hour if we had to pay the volunteers. So they saved the installation almost $900,000 in just a year. That's incredible. Yeah. And I mean, there really are, you know, especially like if you're a new spouse and you're coming here to the installation and um, maybe you're you're looking for a job and you just want to, you know, volunteer to, right. to, you know, kill some time during the day. Right. Um, that's, I mean, it's just such a great opportunity, you know, yeah. to give back to your community. Mm -hmm. And what about this? Um, say I have a specific skill set. Mm -hmm. I am a graphic designer or okay. a photographer. Mm -hmm. Can I come to your office or is there something on the website that you can kind of select your skills and it helps you find a good volunteer position that would fit? Well, so you don't have to go through the 2400 something position, it's easier sure. to call. Sure. Then that way I can say, hey, I tell you what, let me reach out to this one, say for instance, graphics and photography. Sure. I'll say, okay, I'll tell you what, let me reach out to MWR. Sure. Marketing and see if they can use a volunteer. And if not, then I say, well, you know what, let me reach out to maybe protocol or somebody I know that would fit that yeah. and see if they need a volunteer, okay, or to ACS. Sure. And so uh, we, I try to help them because I know we have, um, personnel that come in and they are going to, you know, to law school mm -hmm. and they need to do their intern. Oh, yeah. We have engineers. I've had a couple of interns go over to DPW for, you know, intern. Uh, we have Medac. We have Dentex. So they are, for specific skills, I do place them. Yeah. And so, like, accounting. So if they have these special skills, they are placed within agencies that can use them. So I'll reach out to either that directorate or somebody in the, you know, it's leadership that can say, hey, yes, you know, we'll, we'll, we can definitely use them. Like with legal, I know we've had some volunteers and they've had to have CAC access. Mm -hmm. So they were able to have CAC access based on that because right now we have someone over at the uh, laboratory and um, I would say she's got well over 
4,000 some hours. Wow. And she has an ID card because she has to be in the system to be, you know, part of the uh, lab. Sure. So she's been on board for several years. So, I mean, we reach out everywhere to try to place them. That's amazing. Yeah. So tell me, um, you've got a Volunteer of the Year appreciation ceremony coming up soon, right? Right. Because, of course, these people are really contributing quite a bit of their time. They're not getting a paycheck for it, right? So what better way to recognize them than with a ceremony? Right, right. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about when that's happening and what happens during the so ceremony? So that's going to be on the 24th of this month, actually next Wednesday. It's going to be at Cash Gardens, mm -hmm. and it's going to start at 1800 until completion. So our um, volunteer, our winners for the year will be recognized. And, um, you know, we have, it's open to the public. And it was a pretty good turnout last year. We had yeah. just a lot of spectators there. And so we went out there and, you know, we invited the volunteers. Our winners were selected and, you know, they were awarded a plaque. They get a certificate. They get a volunteer coin. Mm -hmm. They get a lapel pin and some nice sponsorship prizes. Wonderful. So, yeah. so tell me who specifically is um, recognized. Do you recognize all your volunteers or do you have like a top number? That we, you... We're going to recognize our top winners. Okay. So um, like I said, the categories are Soldier Volunteer of the Year. Mm -hmm. We have the Spouse Volunteer of the Year, the Family Volunteer of the Year, the Youth Volunteer of the Year, and the Civilian Volunteer of the Year. And our civilian is not necessarily a DA civilian. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they have civilians that just like to come to the units and help support military families. Sure. And they have no affiliation with the military. They just like giving back. And they may say, hey, I want to adopt this command and, you know, kind of be there to help the soldiers or what have you. And so that's pretty much, you know, so it can be any civilian that is kind of like latched onto a unit. Yeah. And they say, you know what, we've got a couple of civilians that we want to recognize <laughs> because they really give back to our families and our soldiers and kind of just help with whatever they can help out with. Sure. And so and uh, the commands are recognizing them for that. Well, that sounds awesome. Tell me again, date and time. The date is going to be 24 May, and it's going to be at 1800, 6 o'clock, sure. at Cash Gardens. Wonderful. Open well. seating. It's um, covered. Yeah. Fans are going. So, I mean, it may be a little humid, <laughs> but we're not in the sun. Yeah, no. yeah. So you heard that, everybody. Let's, let's come out and support these awesome volunteers that truly are helping to keep the rock rolling, right? Exactly. Well, Renee, this has been so informative. Is there anything else that you would like to add? No, like I say, you can just uh, reach out uh, to me. I'm on the ACS homepage. If sure. you go to ACS, and we've got all our programs on there from A to Z. You see me down at the bottom <laughs> with the V, volunteer, and my phone number's on there and stuff. And so you'll also be able to see some of the positions if you have any interest in it. If it's not on there, that doesn't mean we doesn't we, that we don't have it. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. So that's um, just for everyone out there listening, that's home.army.mil slash Stuart and just search for the Army Community Service page and you'll be able to find all of that information there. Well, Renee, thank you so much. This has just been excellent. Um, we hope to see everybody out at the Volunteer of the Year ceremony. And if there's anyone who has been bitten by the volunteering bug, <laughs> please make sure to reach out to Renee. Um, and we'd love to see you guys out and about volunteering across Stewart and Hunter. And that is it for this week's edition of the Marn Report podcast. This is Molly signing off. Okay. Are you looking for more places to get your news? Subscribe to the Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield YouTube channel. As we add to this platform throughout the year, users will have access to installation tours, news updates, and plenty of motivating videos featuring 3ID soldiers and more. Visit youtube.com and search Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield.